Hi, welcome to Brain It In. This is Matt. And I'm Rachel. And I can't believe this is episode 12 already. Yeah, I know. I can't believe we're in our last week. Oh, I know. Well, I mean, well, we haven't had 12 episodes in Japan, right? Right, yeah. But maybe six episodes, seven? I don't know. We'd have to look back. Yeah, some uh, a number. Definitely yeah, a number. definitely a number. So anyways, we're sitting here in a uh, hotel room in Hakodate, uh, Japan, which is up in Hokkaido, the very south side. Um, yesterday we spent the evening in Noboribetsu, which is an onsen town. We spent another night at a ryokan. Uh, we're going to talk about that one next time. We wanted to catch up on our uh, sort of food and drink adventures in Sapporo before we get ahead of ourselves. Sapporo has some great food. Yep. to Sapporo sometime in the afternoon. Um, we flew in uh, and then we took a um, train from the airport, got to our place. I think we talked about it a little bit already, um, the process of sort of airplaning and why that was not great. Yeah. But then we were hungry, so it was mm-hmm. time to um, explore the city. So Sapporo is famous for Sapporo beer. Uh, probably, I mean, one of the big three beers of Japan, right? Asahi, Kirin, and Sapporo. Yeah. So Sapporo has a beer museum, and it has a sort of beer garden. So we were like, all right, we're going to head out there, check it out, um, and taste some beers. And then um, they also have this, like, sort of ridiculous, like, Mongolian barbecue thing. Yeah, they call it Genghis Khan, I think. Yeah. Um, Why do they call it that? Is there a reason? Because it's... Genghis Khan, I don't know, maybe they, because Mongolian. Right. Barbecue. Right, right. right. Yeah. Okay. So, but, um, <laughs> now I kind of knew the, and we've, we've done a couple things that have been, you know, tourist trappy, right? But, but you know, th- there's some good, good stuff out there. Um, I mentioned Simon and Martina last time. They had a pretty good one about tourist traps. And, like, don't worry about tourist traps. If it's something on your bucket list, do it. And so it seemed like we were going to be in Sapporo, so we should check out the Sapporo Beer Museum. We checked out a few other beer museums, and we just wanted to, like, you know, get our commemorative stamp. Basically. We haven't talked about commemorative stamps. We'll talk about that later. So we went out there. It was kind of a pain to get to. We had to yeah. walk to a train, take a train, and then go on a relatively long walk to the place. Yeah, so. it didn't help that I took us on the wrong route, so oh, we missed right. the train station we were trying to go to. So it took us... We could have easily walked to it in the amount of time it took us to bumble around. Right. I mean, and it was like a, you know, 45-minute walk away, so. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But we still probably walked for 38 minutes. Yeah, we did, for sure. Um, Anyway, so it took us a long time to get out there, and by the time we got there, the tasting room was closed, um, or was just closing. So we were like, well, I guess we can't do the beer museum. Not that, like, you know, I'm going to look at some old cans, right? Like, sure. Mostly I wanted to try to taste other beers that they don't, you know, sell. Other places. Other places, right? I was hoping they would have a bigger variety at the brewery. So the tasting room was closed, so we decided that we would not have wasted our trip out there, and we would do the um, Genghis Khan. Yeah, we'd still still do some food. We were hungry. We knew we were, like, it just seemed to make sense. Right. Um, The the interesting thing was we, we went into one part of the building, and then you... If you didn't have a reservation, you stood in one line, but mm-hmm. there was nobody in the line, so we just basically walked up. And then they basically gave us an on-the-spot reservation. 
for the smoking area. Right, because all they had was we either had an hour wait for non-smoking or we could go right in for smoking. So we were like, heck, let's do that. And it ultimately doesn't matter because the entire place is so filled with um, vaporized lamb fat that yeah. like, you can't smell anything else. Yeah, uh, It's full of smoke, but it is not full of cigarette smoke. No. And they come around with uh, like plastic bags to put over your purses and coats and stuff like oh, that yeah, and backpacks. So the fat doesn't. So, yeah, um, and it, it was overwhelm you. It was pretty good. It was enjoyable. It wasn't great. It would have been more fun had we had a, a couple beers of the Sapporo tasting and like kind of rounded out the experience. But as it was, it was a long day. Mm-hmm. We wanted some food. We mm-hmm. wanted something reasonably easy. Be able to check that bucket list off, I guess. Uh, actually, mostly I just didn't want to be pissed that we spent an hour getting, getting out there <laughs> and then having to spend an hour back to then have to find dinner. So it was like kind of a, an F you to eating that food. I will say, though, what we did discover was that there, Google has been very good for us. Google Maps has been very good for us yeah. um, for transit directions. But there are some bus lines that don't show up on there. And yeah. there was like a shuttle bus that went out to the beer museum that took us back to a station that was really close to our house and then we didn't have to transfer or walk at all so yeah um that made getting home much much easier and it was a city bus because it took the ic card and everything the like public transit card so um who knows why it wasn't there but hell if we would have known that was there it would have been way easier because it dropped us off the freaking front door yeah and we had a bit of a walk back but uh and actually the walk back ended up being the gateway into a whole bunch of fun that we had in support. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, so our place happened to be by this, like, big covered shopping arcade. And by big, I mean... Oh, like eight like blocks eight long? eight blocks long, yeah. yeah. Um, and so there's shops on either side and restaurants and some hotels. Mm-hmm. Uh, a gajillion tourists. Yeah. Including um, us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... It just, it's all, I think there's a lot of stuff in Sapporo. You can tell that it's much colder here in the winter um, because there's so much more stuff that's underground and so much more stuff that's covered Mm -hmm. than anywhere else that we've been up to this point. Sapporo has... maybe Aomori, although they didn't have anything underground. Yeah. Just covered stuff. Sapporo has like entire malls. Yeah. Underground. Um, And stations and galleries in between stations. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I thought I was going to sneeze. Nope. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. so we tooled along um, throughout this covered gallery and decided we wanted to find a bar. And so Matt found one with a picture of a cat. Yeah, well, I just did a little research or whatever Google, like spend too much time with uh, decision constipation, as my manager likes to say, um, that we both uh, suffer from. But so... You know, looking at too much data, trying to figure things out, and and saw some stuff that was kind of on the way back to our uh, Airbnb, and uh, it had good reviews. It was a wine bar. Rachel was looking for some wine. We'd been drinking a lot of sake and beer, and um, it had really good reviews. So we went in, mm-hmm. but it turns out it was basically it's kind of a yokocho or like an alley, but it, w- it was more like couple buildings that were connected mm-hmm. with some internal corridors and stairs and shared bathrooms and all the little places were little like four to twelve seat bars uh, and restaurants yeah yeah so we went into the one and there was grumpy cat actually so kind of timely on mm-hmm. uh, uh r.i.p 
the um, but yeah, it was pretty chill. It was pretty mellow. The the proprietor was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, it was uh, good wine. It was um, I had two different Italian wines. Mm-hmm. Matt had a French one and an Italian one. I think we had some pickled fish. Oh yeah. Uh, that was not my favorite. Yeah. And there was a bunch of onions or something, too, maybe. Uh-huh. And when she turned her back, I ate it. So she didn't see that Rachel left it. I ate a bunch of it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then I said, well, I was eating it. This is not my favorite. Yeah. This lady is nice, so I'm going to keep eating it. <laughs> right. And then Matt was like, you really shouldn't talk in English. She can probably understand you. Yeah, um, I waited until we were outside for that one. Oh, right. Yeah. But, <laughs> but while like, we were in there. Honestly, like, oh, yeah. that's kind of... A compliment. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're nice yeah. enough that I'm going to eat this pickled fish that I don't really like. <laughs> but while we were in hers, and it was like, it was a little quiet and sleepy. It was relaxed. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but while we were in that one, there was a bunch of people laughing really hard from the one across the across the, the narrow hallway. And um, so Rachel was like, we should go in there. But I was like, ah, it's late. Let's let's call the night. We mm-hmm. can come back later. Um and we did. And we did end up going. So in the last episode, we talked about our tour um, mm-hmm. going into uh, uh, Taisetsuzan. No, some, that's not quite right. But anyways, mm-hmm. going into the National Park. Uh, and we got back from that. We, we pulled back into town at like 8, 8.30 or so. Yep. Um, it was we, a full day. Yeah, we were ready for some dinner. So we would gotten a bunch of recommendations from our... Uh, Driver. Yeah, our tour guide about things to do in Sapporo, uh, mostly around eating and drinking. And uh, one of them was a, a ramen place that I'd already found, like one of two that was near our place, and that was his number one recommendation. It was very close to our place. It was like two blocks away. Yeah. And uh, ramen shinjen is what it was. And it was a pretty famous one. It seems like it had a ton of reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, it said, like, you're going to have to wait in line, and we did wait in line. Went pretty quickly. They had yeah. massive bowls of soup. We both got half orders. Yeah, and some gyoza. And I was completely full with the half order. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing was, like, the reviews were saying, like, this was the best ramen I've ever had. It was better than the like two star Michelin or two Michelin star ramen place I got in Tokyo that I waited in line for like four hours for, um, and we waited in line. Eh, a good 20 minutes maybe mm-hmm. uh, but it moved pretty quick and and a lot of these places I'm impressed with how uh, efficient their their systems are yeah it's like uh, Taqueria del Sol in, in Atlanta to some extent mm-hmm. but at a much smaller scale um, and if there were chairs what I really like about waiting in restaurant lines in Japan is that there are chairs yeah often right benches. like for the last and they're kind of like a line of benches so you know there might be 30 people waiting in line but the last Ten or so uh, are seated, mm-hmm. <laughs> so like just kind of shuffle along, uh, you know. And they clear, you know, if you have a group of like four, you know, they might break you up. Mm-hmm. Um, twos and threes, they seem to keep together, and they'll you'll see a couple seats stay open for a little while until things clear, and then you kind of like plug in to those slots. We should say that I mean we're waiting not for tables, but for like counter space. Oh yeah, just the seat at the counter because there's no tables. Yeah, uh, traditional tables of these things, a lot of them. Um, but I thought the ramen was pretty good. I, I really wanted to get miso ramen because that's the the Hokkaido ramen. It's yeah. miso ramen. Did you want to talk about the different ramens? That was one of the things you talked about. Um, oh, the um, just your ramen just experiences so different far. Different ones that we've had so far. Yeah. Um, ramen. Brief ramen wrap up. Um, sure. 
I mean, we're going to eat at least one more ramen. Right, ramen wrap-up number one. Uh, so we talked about which our favorite ones were of the ones that we've had so far. I think the most unique one we had was the yuzu salt one, which was in... Uh, that was in Ebisu, yeah. Um, and that I really enjoyed. I don't know if it was the best one, though. Um, no. But I it thought... It was good. It, it was the most unique. It was the most unique. It I was think, fresh somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I think my favorite... Um, was probably the one we had the first night that we were here. That yeah, might in Shinjuku. Have just sort of been like the experience. Know, yeah, magical first night. But it was nice. Yeah. Also, it had like three different kinds of meat. It had like nice sort of freshness to it. Yeah, um, and the broth was like the essence of chicken. It was. And I don't really even like chicken that much. But like mine was. Well, mine was. I got the skin and it was like oh, chicken right. gravy. Um, but. It, Oh, it just it was so just flavorful. And that was one of the things you've talked a couple of times about is the chicken here. Oh yeah, is the just chicken so here is so different. It's got so much more fat in it than American chickens. Uh it's it tastes more chickeny. It tastes more chickeny, probably because yeah. the flavor comes from the fat. Um but yeah, I mean it just makes you realize how we've bred our and genetically engineered our chickens to have basically no fat. Yeah. Uh and, and in fact, like, you know, one of the places where we were eating, the cook was like, okay, here's the pieces of meat that are juicy, which was the dark meat. And then he's yeah. like, these, are, these ones are going to be drier. You want olive oil on them, basically. And it was actually olive oil. But they were still totally fatty. Yeah, I know. It was, <laughs> yeah. um, it's just a very different, I mean, it's, it's good. I'm not a big fat person, so yeah. like, but I do think it adds to the flavor and especially in something like broth. Um, yeah, it's kind of nice. I would I'd recommend if you ever end up being in in Sapporo or in Hokkaido, um, I got spicy miso ramen with uh, added uh, corn and butter, and it, I, mine was pretty darn satisfying. Yeah, it was good. Their um, eggs were disappointing though. Their eggs were just like hard boiled eggs. Yeah, their eggs were. The, the eggs were like some of the worst eggs I've ever had in a ramen. Yeah, and they weren't bad. They were just lame. They were. Yeah. yeah. Those are some lame eggs, but but everything else was really good. The gyoza were were like super thin and crispy and flavorful. Mm-hmm. It was good. So, um, but I think this is a good time for us to take a quick break because after we left ramen, we decided to go back to that little yokocho area um, and walk around and, and see about getting another drink. Oh, and um, we got some sake. Yeah, so we're gonna move on to that one after this quick break. <laughs> As we said, we were in this little tiny alley, sort of warren of bars and restaurants. Yeah. And all of which were pretty nice. I mean, it was definitely like, it wasn't like a series of dive bars. They were, they all had a particular style to them. Dive bars have a style too, but I mean, they were like, I think because they were off this main sort of shopping arcade, they were a little bit um, fancier. Right. Well, what I think is interesting too, right, is because we we talked earlier about it's along that sort of like shopping street that was like eight blocks long or whatever, mm-hmm. and it started closer to the city center, or like closer to yeah, I don't know where all the stuff is. Some and, of the main stations. Yeah, some of the main stations and the main lines, and then it goes out east west, and and our um, Airbnb was on the very a little bit past the west end of that street mm-hmm. and so the last block so as the street goes down the amount of lights 
and the amount of people slowly dwindles. Yeah, definitely. And it's like a tail, mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. And this block was like the last block that had a cover, but it had it didn't have the same. It didn't have ceiling lights, right? right. So it was like darker. It was like mm -hmm. quainter, quieter. More um, smaller restaurants, more funkier looking places, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but still, like, kind of more upscale. But they weren't expensive. Everywhere was really affordable. So right, I'd say they were kind of hip. Hip, yeah. That's a good. Word. Yeah, because so, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't seem schmancy. They no. were just like. No, they were just. They yeah. Were hip. Yeah. So we went into um, the socket bar that was across the street from the wine bar that hallway. we were across the street. Yeah, across the hallway. Sorry, the very small hallway that oh, yeah. you could. Definitely touch both sides, probably without even stretching your arms I think out. just your elbows. Just your elbows. Uh, so um, we walked into the sake bar. We There's a standing sake bar. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and a bunch of places, and we never took advantage of it, but a bunch of places in Sapporo have... Oh, I'm going to forget the name All you can drink now. in a certain amount of time. Um, I always remember this word. Anyways, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's basically like... One hour or two hours or 90, or 90 minutes sometimes. Minutes, yeah. And it's a set price and you can drink as much as you want. Normally it's, um, you know, watered down stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, but, but fine, it seems like, right? Yeah. And uh, But we just, we're not, <laughs> as you can tell from our podcast, we eat and drink a lot, mm -hmm. but we kind of pace it out, right? Yeah. We're not going to a place to just like pound things. You know, we might sit at the place and have one drink play a game, move on, mm. might stay for two drinks in a very short period of time. <laughs> right. But yeah, we're not uh, we're not looking to spend two hours drinking. Right, yeah. Yeah. So this place had one of those deals um, where you could just get like short pours. Uh, and that would have been a great way to try a whole bunch of different sakes. Yeah. Uh, Why, but I wouldn't even say they were that short. They were like healthy glasses i mean not, not they weren't like a wine glass full of sake right. right but i mean it was like more than a little cup yeah you yeah. know uh so if anybody's familiar with those little sake cups right it was probably like two or three of those so it's probably yeah. like three ounces yeah so you could get a bunch of little three ounce ish say pours or yeah um we just ended up going with glasses and we just asked him for recommendations oh we did get the glass that's what i thought you were saying no there were so you could have gotten smaller ones yes oh i missed that okay yeah, yeah. So yeah. the, the all-you-could-drink thing was, like, smaller servings of, like, basically as many as you yeah. wanted to try. Yeah, that would have been good. Or it was $5 glasses. But the glasses are smaller glasses. They were probably, like, three to four ounces, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, let's see. One of the things that I noticed, too, um, when you order stuff at the bars, sake or the wine, <clears throat> even if you're just getting a glass, they'll come and set the bottle in front of you um, oh, yeah. and just kind of leave it there so you can look at it and, mm -hmm. you know, check out any of the information that's on there, which is kind of nice. Um, so he gave us some sakes that he recommended. Yeah. Uh, we had two glasses and we talked to um, the people in our crappy Japanese. And Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. This is, this is where the magical night sort of started. Right, because we started at the, at the sake or at the ramen, mm -hmm. and we like got our seats and we ordered mostly in Japanese. Like they didn't try to talk to us in English mm -hmm. for the most part. The, the, the menu also had an English menu, but we pointed whatever. And so I think we were leaving there pretty relaxed after the long day of the uh, tour, uh, and a nice comfortable dinner. Mm -hmm. And then we went to the sake place and we went in. And we said our, you know, konnichiwa, 
and mm-hmm. came in and he just started talking to us in Japanese, um, which people often will. But then we kind of paused and Rachel was like, did you catch that? And I was like, mm, not quite. Um, and then he came back. It was something about the all you can drink, I think. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, and then he came back and we kind of negotiated in between. Yeah, like he kind of gave some English and then we, I think we responded in Japanese. Mm-hmm. And and we were pretty good. I think we even got an Okudasai down. We said which ones we wanted. Mm-hmm. We had connecting words. Um, and... Um, and then we were drinking our stuff. And then he asked us in English. He was like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, where are you guys from? And we were an- we were answering some of their questions that were in English in Japanese. So mm-hmm. he'd be like, how many days? And we'd be like, uh, Niju, ni... Uh, we keep saying sai. And then they look at us, sized years. years. <laughs> <laughs> and, we're like, and we're like, sorry. We're and then I'm like, years. Nichi, and then, which is kind of like one way to say day. And then they're like, oh... Futsuka or whatever, <laughs> need you need Futsuka uh, or something like it's I forget exactly what it is. So we kind of like Rachel said negotiated, mm-hmm. sort of like a hybrid Japanese English. So where we had words in Japanese, we would say them in Japanese. They would correct us a little bit. Where we didn't have it, we would just use English, mm-hmm. and they would mostly ask us things in English. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we were talking to the bartender, talking to this other woman that was there, um, and it was just seemed very casual and mm-hmm. I felt like we were having a conversation at least half to two-thirds in Japanese maybe. Mm-hmm. And um, the sake was good. And the sake was good, yeah. And because of the thing too, like we just said, we went in with like Osusume, um, Okudasai, and, um, which is basically like, what's your recommendation? And he was like, ah, oh, okay. So he gave us some. And, and he asked us first like what we preferred. We both, well, we both said dry. Yeah. Um, and then he asked me like fruity and I said sure. Um, and so anyway, that's kind of an aside. So anyway, it was just a really, that was a really pleasant experience. Um, and I was actually, they had a second store, he said, in the Sapporo station. And I'm sad that we didn't get a chance to sort of go back and check out their other store. Mm -hmm. But after we left there, we took the Osusume from our tour guide to go to this other sake bar, um, that he recommended that was also nearby. Uh Uh-huh. It was, it took a little bit of finding. There's so many, one of the things, like this, words. It's, um, it's hard to see it unless you see it, or hard to understand unless you see it, because I didn't appreciate it, or I didn't quite understand it, even the first time I came. The levels of stores? Yeah, Just yeah. that things go all the way up, like. <laughs> right, in the U.S., like, bottom floor is business, top floor is living. Right. And this is. Bottom floor is business. Basement is business. Actually, first floor is two to four businesses. Yeah. Bottom floor is some number of businesses. And then up to like 10 floors of businesses. Yeah. And there might be multiple businesses on a floor. And we're not talking big buildings. Right. Um, yeah. So, so you just kind of have to figure out where you're going sometimes. Right. It's You can't just sort of like look in windows um, yeah. and make choices based on that. Um, because some of the places that you want to go to... And two of them that we went to in Sapporo, actually, we'll talk about the, the beer bar, but also the sake bar. Sake bar was on the ninth or 10th floor, right? Uh, was it the sake Something? bar? Maybe. Fifth there were no floor. windows in that one. But there weren't. Yeah. So, um, so we popped up there, uh, 
they had iPad ordering too. Right? Yeah, Which was kind of yeah, nice. and so yeah, we went in and again we 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 led with the Japanese, and we were coming in feeling confident over our last one. Mm-hmm. One of the things I, we didn't say on the last one too is that when we were at the first place, they asked us like, "How'd you guys learn Japanese?" Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like from an app, and it was like really, um, and. Like, it was the first time, like, something that Japanese people are notorious about, um, from what I've gathered, I've seen a little bit of it, is, like, complimenting you on things. Um, like, I, we, haven't, we haven't seen this, but it's like, you know, Westerners using chopsticks, they'll be like, oh, your chopstick usage is so good. Um, and, but so, he was like, like, I, I felt like they expressed genuine appreciation that we were trying mm-hmm. at the first place. So I think we were feeling pretty good. We we're also feeling pretty good because we were a couple glasses in. It's okay. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, we, so we walk into this other place, which is a little more famous maybe, mm-hmm. it seemed like. Yeah. yeah. And there were three people at the bar and two bartenders. And so the, yeah. the bartenders invited us to come over and sit there at the bar. Uh, right, which was great. Uh-huh. Um, and so we did that. Yeah, uh, and they gave us the iPad. Mm-hmm. So we didn't, order from the iPad but all the stuff was in the iPad so we could like click on where it was yeah that was really it was nice. all like, all Hokkaido no it wasn't no. all Hokkaido but you could click on different um, areas of Japan and then it would you know give you sort of like listings of the sakes that they had from those different areas yeah and it, like it was on maps so you can kind of see like where you were getting it from and that was really cool yeah. um, and it's a smart way to do it so you're not just constantly like updating a paper menu um, yeah because they could, you know, pretty easily add and, and take off different bottles mm-hmm. and also have, you know, obviously pictures and maps and all of that stuff. Yeah. So um, so we got our first glass there. Um, we both went with Hokkaido ones, right? Hokkaido sake yeah. is there. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the people next to us started... Um, chatting us up. Started chatting, yeah. And so there was something about how it was going to be this guy's birthday Soon, I mean, like you know, I thought it was minutes. that night. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Midnight yeah. Yet. And so, um, and so we just ended up in this really long conversation with them. Yeah, and again, it was like a fair amount of Japanese, right? Um, and they were amazingly forgiving at our a bad Japanese right. and our mix of both, and them like asking us things sometimes in Japanese, and then when we were like, mm, then they'd ask it in English. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but we were even getting like, I mean, a little bit, some like tenses cause we were saying where we were, where we'd been, where we were going. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. We were doing all right. Our Japanese was, was on point that well, night uh, as, as much yeah. as it can be for yeah. our really shitty Japanese college. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, it was also the first time cause like everybody that we run across here, not everyone, but anybody we talked to for more than a few minutes, uh, generally asks like, why, why did you come to Japan? Um, and usually we're just like, oh, I've always wanted to come. Or Rachel does, you know, talks about how she read uh, Kalabata. Kalabata, yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, that's great, or something, right? And then you kind of move on. But this guy, Kaz, whose birthday it was, mm-hmm. he was like more aggressive about it. He was like, he really wanted to know because right. he brought it up again. He was like, no, really, why Japan? Right. <laughs> oh, and then he also asked us why we didn't just move to Japan. Oh, yeah, um, right. And I did. Yeah. Um, and I, did say um, 
parents in Japanese. Yeah, and he was like, enough said. I think is what he said in English yeah. too, right? Yeah. So It was basically like family. He yeah. was too far away. Um, and he was like, oh, yeah. I understand. Um, that, that was one of my, I, I was I like, I'll, I'll uh, get a little long-winded on some stuff sometimes or, or wax poetic. Um, but they were asking, and, and so Rachel had said, you know, she read and had studied in school and, we, you know, just lots of cool stuff. And so I kind of was like, you know, I, for me, one of the reasons I do like Japan and that I've wanted to come back is that, like, mm. I do appreciate, I, you know, and I, this was mostly in English that I said to them, but I was like, you know, I feel like a lot of times in America we can be a little too selfish and I... I like the collective aspect of Japanese culture that like people like try not to be irritating on the train and like mm-hmm. they try to pay attention to people and you know um and like the, the bartender was like he like got a fluttered his, yeah. his heart with his hands <laughs> uh so like we had obviously won them over during this so when Kaz's birthday came around uh we were included in the uh the, the Umeshu, Umeshu uh, plum, plum wine, wine. Uh, shots or whatever that everybody got. And um, and we were there till pretty darn late. We were, yeah, because it was probably one or so when yeah. we rolled out. Uh, my favorite part was like all, like, so the cause was, he said he was 58, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, two bartenders were 30s. Mm-hmm. Well, the kid was probably 20s, the one, and yeah. then the one was probably 30s. And then two... Uh, women that were a little bit younger than us, mm-hmm. probably, right? Uh, we couldn't figure out what the relationship was. Um, like, maybe family, maybe coworkers. It didn't seem like an untoward relationship. They seemed very familiar. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> but when we left, like, all five of them walked us to the elevator okay. and right? <laughs> Thanking us and stuff. It's it's so strange. It was, it was so much fun. It was really a very fun night. Yeah. Um, and so, unfortunately, well, <laughs> the following day. Yeah, the next morning we were, we were a, little a little slow. Slow. Yeah. We started slow. But that was all right because um, we didn't have any big plans for that day. It was mostly just to kind of bumble around. And one of the main things that we wanted to do after talking to... Um, our guide was that we wanted to go to get soup curry. Yeah. And soup curry is so magical. Yeah, we talked a little it's bit like about the cocoa curry. Best fucking thing. Yeah, so it's Japanese curry, but the soup curry was, it was thinner. It was a little more like soup. Definitely, mm-hmm. it was a thick soup. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is something we haven't talked about too much. Is there's a lot of fresh food that we get here. You have plenty of fried foods and things too, and pickled foods, but a lot of the food is very fresh. Um, but that doesn't mean you're getting any vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> the vegetable ratio is really low. It is, yeah. I mean, I've been trying to, like, every buffet, breakfast, I have salad. Um, right, so the... Pickles, but, like, there's not a there's not a lot of vegetable. But the soup curry is basically like a bowl of... Of mountain vegetables or, or, or like well especially yours because you got the vegetable version. yeah i got the vegetable one yours which was 20, 20 kinds vegetables? of vegetables yeah mine had 13 yeah and some chicken um but it was oh it was so delicious good. yeah um so the vegetables were great my chicken was great again higher fat content than uh-huh. um than u.s chicken and i got mine with coconut milk 
which I think was yeah, definitely yours the right was, choice. It was, I think yours was one up a little bit. Um, the, um, the bummer thing is tonight we were kind of figuring out where we were going to eat dinner here in uh, Hakodate, and we were like, oh, let's see if there's a soup curry thing. I don't know if soup curry is a Hokkaido thing or a Sapporo thing. It was like closest soup curry was 90 miles away yeah it's not a it's not a hokodate thing that's for sure no i know so um we should have gotten it a second time yeah it was good it was so good um it had like rice on the side and um oh man and it was just delicious so yeah if you're ever in sapporo make time yeah for soup curry there's a bunch of different places that do it a bunch we went to samurai which i think mm-hmm. is one of the bigger sort of like local chains for yeah. it yeah um, it was amazing. The uh, and then you know we bumbled around town a little bit. We stopped at a beer bar Rachel mentioned earlier. It was on the tenth floor. It had a beautiful view. It was mm-hmm. a local brewery, uh, North Island. North Island Brewery. Um, we walked through a couple parks and just kind of wandered the city. Um, mm-hmm. There was a lilac festival and what was the other festival for? I have no idea. But it was like two different parts of the city <laughs> that were like only ten blocks apart, and there was two different big, well, one. The big Odori, uh, uh, not Odori, is it Odori? Uh, the big park in, mm-hmm. in Sapporo. And it was like a smaller park over by um, one of the markets. And but yeah, two different festivals. And it was a Thursday afternoon, which was weird. It wasn't, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of people out at it. Mm-hmm. And we, had a, we went to a jazz bar. We had a really good, well, I had a really good Negroni there. Yeah. It was delicious. Jazz bar was pretty fun. Um, we've been dropping some Free Art Friday, Atlanta, Japan stuff mm-hmm. around leaving some instagram pictures of that uh and then we wrapped up our food um in sapporo we should wrap up this episode here too because we're getting a little long in the oh, tooth geez, we are but um we went back to another conveyor belt sushi just because we thought okay you know hokkaido want to get some sushi up here uh and actually you know our guide recommended a different conveyor belt sushi which had okay reviews but it was a little bit bigger and we were kind of near another one that had good reviews and seemed a little smaller so we we're like mm-hmm. oh, let's try this one Although, there was a conveyor belt in there, but there was never any sushi on the actual conveyor belt. There was one plate with, remember that little really sad, sad, whatever the heck that was? Sad Uh, It was mostly just like signs for the food. Yeah. Um, So it like had been a conveyor belt sushi place at one point, but now it was just like you handed little slips of paper with your order on it to the cook or to the guy behind the counter, and he announced things over like a... Was it a microphone? Microphone. And then they brought the sushi. elves brought it out, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were making some of it behind the counter, and other mm-hmm. stuff came and um it was good it, it it was better than the one that we had in Shinjuku mm-hmm. it was probably twice the cost it was almost exactly twice the cost, but we also had two drinks we had two drinks, and we, I, we ate more sushi, so it was probably yeah. just a little bit more expensive, mm-hmm. but the, the the quality was higher, I think oh, yeah. if not the quality, the selection because oh, I got there was a huge selection, yeah. What, scallops and uni mm-hmm. and some other random weirdo-ass crap? I got some with natto and salmon. We had a really good tuna. roll that had pickled plum and um, shiso leaf. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah, also that was interesting. perilla. Right. Um, or related to, yeah. So uh, so that was kind of fun. Anyway, we are definitely rambling. Um, I apologize because I'm very tired. I yeah. think that's why I've got a little bit of a ramble on. Um, ramble on! <laughs> I will say... Like, Sapporo, I think, is super fun. Yeah. People are super friendly. Yeah. And it's a great 
town for eating and drinking. Yeah, I'd say if you're ever out here, this this goes for uh, for Tokyo too because we we had some of this there a little bit. Like, look for the little places. They're hard to. Tokyo's harder, I think, because there's just so many people there, and they're not looking for tourists in a lot of places. And and we heard this actually from our guide. We heard this from other people um, that we've talked to here that like it isn't just about like they don't want foreign travelers or tourists like they don't even want people from japan who aren't from their locals like they've got eight chairs and they want the eight regulars um so like you got to find the right places but like there was so much fun just trying these weird little places here Mm -hmm. like sitting at the bar uh we don't we aren't always good about sitting at the bar Mm -hmm. Uh, rick steves always talks about that sit at the bar um and you know nurse that drink for a while chat with people um but yeah, I think it's been pretty fun. Uh, I, I think definitely the most exciting fun night we've had so far out of the town was there. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. So, but it was a little sad to see Sapporo head behind us, but uh, but we've got more fun journeys. We're kind of coming up on the end. Yeah, we are. We're getting to the last last yeah. five nights, so. Um, we will be here in Hakodate one more night. We're going to give you another um, episode about Hokkaido, where we talk about Noboribetsu yep. and um, Hakodate. And, and we'll see if maybe we're going to record that from the Shinkansen on the way down. And then, yeah, we're going to do the, the fastest fastest train. I don't know if it's the fastest train. No, it's fastest it's train. going to be the fastest train I've been on, probably. Yeah, probably. So, yeah. It looks like know. a freaking jet plane on a rail. You see the nose of that thing? Yeah, I know. It's and, crazy. <laughs> anyways, look it up. <laughs> well, it's, it's Just been Google like, that shit. I know. It, it's been like four days you've been listening to this episode, so we'll, we'll catch you loose if you've made it this long. Good job. Congratulations. Go yeah. to Sapporo and eat some soup curry. Yeah, and, and look for the stuff at the end. Actually, send us an email if you're going to be there. We'll, we'll let you know exactly which places we went to. Yeah. So happy to make recommendations. Yep. We'll get yep. you in touch with Ichi. Good night, everybody. You can check us out at anchor.fm slash rein it in. That's spelled R E I N I T I N, all one word, no spaces. And you can leave us a message there. You can also follow us at Instagram at rein it in underscore podcast or email us at rein it in at ssdpress.org also spelled R-E-I-N-I-T-I-N at S-S-D-P-R-E-S-S dot org. Thanks again to all of our friends and family for all the support and for putting up with us. Have a great day.